podcast about the people that build this great state of ours. From general contractors, subcontractors, suppliers, and anyone we run into that has something to do with the process of building. Now, here's your host, Mike Goberly. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. Uh, my guest is a guy by the name of Paul Siebert, who uh, he owns Tyson Development. Pretty good guy. Known him for many years. He's done quite a few projects around the valley, probably close to or over 250 houses. Um, does great work. Again, uh, I've known him forever. He's a good guy. We had a lot of fun. Hope you enjoy the show. All right, everybody, we're live. Uh, welcome, Paul. Thanks for coming. Well, thanks for inviting me. This is going to be exciting. This oh, is the this... first time I had a microphone this close to my face. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's pretty fun. You'll enjoy yourself, trust me. So we've been talking before we started recording this, um, and I said, gosh, here we are leaving all this stuff out. Uh, <laughs> I wish people could. I, I should YouTube this because it's going to be pretty funny. So anyways, Paul. Let's start off with just telling me about yourself. All right. My name is Paul Sievert. Uh, I'm a general contractor, um, third generation builder in Phoenix. Started my business. Actually, I'm going to back up and make this even really weird. No, bring it on. We've got right. plenty of time. So I went to Northern Arizona University. I couldn't College pa- guy. Couldn't pass accounting. <laughs> so my girlfriend broke up with me, who's my wife now. I decided to go fashion <laughs> merchandising. And I wanted to be the next uh, Eddie Bauer and then graduated. My dad said, here's a broom. You're going to start working construction. And George. George. And I worked for my uncle and my dad for a couple years. And then my dad offered me one of the lots they had left over from their business. And I built my first spec house in 1997. And that's. Which I knew you then. Yeah, you were right. That's right. Yeah. You were still you were down in the trenches back then. Paul, I've known you for a long time, but I never knew this. So we, I was my internship basically, and I had to be there every day, work with every trade, and I learned a lot about how I don't want to be in the field, especially in the summer. Sold, built my first spec house, and sold it, and made sixteen thousand dollars my pocket. That's went amazing. To, went to my financial advisor. He told me to buy a stereo and get out of there. <laughs> <laughs> and look at you now. Yeah. T- we Actually, Jen and I figured it out. We built over 250 projects in 23 years. Oh, my gosh. It's weird. It's that wild. is weird. And you, yeah. had a, you had a partner for a while, didn't you? Right, Like kind of right before the economy? Or? Yeah. In 2003, uh, Ramco Construction was related to a guy, home builder in California. That's he, who I worked for. Correct. Um, he contacted me. And we went from building one, two, three houses a year to up to 16 in 2006. We were building 16 houses a year. I remember that. We had a, a, actually had a staff of five, and uh, it was I was on uh, Paxil. I was on an antidepressant, <laughs> and I weighed 225 pounds. I it was think, great. I think back then, I, I, I never forget this story, but I had something to do with your house that you, we were framing your houses when I was working for Aramco. And you and I got into it. Do you remember that day? Actually, it wasn't at my house. It was, um, we were building. I at think we were going to throw down. Well, I, well, <laughs> you probably were going to. I was going to say something smart ass and kind of go down the stairs. <laughs> right. We were at a job. Um, you guys were framing at the Legends and we were building the same house for like the fourth time. And I flipped out about something. You flipped out about something. We were both kind of right. I don't remember what it was. I think you can say you're right. I don't care. No, I don't. I, I think we were both kind of right, but we didn't talk for like four months, which is great because we had to see each other <laughs> <laughs> all the time. That and was pretty crazy. It's, it's amazing when you can walk by somebody and act like you don't know them mm-hmm. or see them. It's like pigeons. I will say that we were both pretty good at it. Yeah. It yeah, was, yeah. Well, it was we're good. stubborn. We got to be Irish or somewhere. Uh, super stubborn. So, super stubborn. Anyways. Um, yeah, and now you know we fast forward to 2019, and it's just my wife and I. We have a superintendent and a bookkeeper. Who I know. I used to work with Tony Oliver. Yeah. Trying Tony. to get him on the podcast. Yeah. He's oh, a good guy. That'd be great. He's a good dude. I love that guy. That was a good find. I'm glad you guys uh, finally hooked up because I know you're uh, talking to him 
a few times when him well, and I were working together. Well, between him or this guy named Mike Coberly and Dave Newman. Neither one of those guys <laughs> would work for me. <laughs> well, you had talked to me about coming to work for you. I go, Paul, we'd probably kill each other. Yeah, you're probably right. And, uh, we would. But anyways. Yeah, we'd be good partners, though. Oh, yeah, for sure. I just don't think one of us wants to be in, you know, on dominating the other. I don't want to dominate. I just want to yell at people. Yeah, I don't even want to yell at people. I just want people to listen. Yeah, well, that's that's why you have to yell. I mean, that's the disconnect. Yeah, it's like when you're talking to a, a guys in the field, and you 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 write it out, you email them, you give them everything, you even like are there to help advise them if they have questions, and then they go for lunch and they don't come back. It's kind of frustrating, right? You give them all the documentation, and I know you guys because of working with Newman, who is also going to be a, a podcast guest soon. Um, but when him and I, when I was working for Dave, we were working with you for you. Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the one thing I liked about your company is the fact that you had a book with, I mean, everything in it, all the information was there. It was on the site. It was just available. Now, obviously they have different things like, you know, these programs, these online cloud-based Builder By the way, trend. I'm taking uh, that class. I was supposed to take it today, and I had to miss it, but I'm taking it tomorrow. Which one? Builder uh, Builder's Trend. That's a great. It's a great shout out to Builder Trend. They, uh, it's, it, it's they're changing everything. Yeah, he told we tried it when you we first started when you worked with Dave at uh, the project on Meadowbrook or Meadow something. Um, we were using that program, and the, the guys, the guys like Dave, just couldn't do it. it, it There's a lot too, of resistance, but once like I'm dealing with it now. And I have a lot of old school guys, but man, even as old school as I am, I use it and it's beneficial. Like yeah. They come to the job. It's, they all have available, like all the plans, change orders, selections, information on parts and pieces, appliances. It's, it's pretty amazing. Plus you can do daily logs, you know, I'm trying to sell this program, but it's really helpful. You it's, should do it. They should send you a t-shirt. Um, so we, I'll, we I'll use hashtag them when I post this. We uh, use a different program. It's not. A, it's a little more generic, but the book has worked out for us because most of our people that we've been with, some of our subs have been with us for twenty three years. Yeah, so, I don't know how. Yeah, I mean seriously, they must be deaf <laughs> or slow. They're like he's very animated, but I can't hear him. Right. Um, so it, that helps out. So we have it at every job, whether we're on technology or not. It's good to have that as a reference, especially for the client or people that are not as familiar with our company that come in and do some work. They're the, really, the, it's really good for clients cause they can go on and look at progress. They can look at photos and I, it's happened before where they've contacted us after seeing photos like, uh Oh, or, you know, I don't know if that's supposed to be that way or it's, it's, it's been, it's been a good thing. Yeah, it's great. Especially I'm excited to use it for the fact that when a homeowner goes, hey, um, we did a walkthrough pre-drywall. I needed these 14 extra outlets and can lights. And you're like, wow, we already drywalled. Yeah. Um, and you've had a sign-off. So yeah. if we had that stuff, it would probably help them to get it to their I think people. as organized as you guys are, it would just help out. It, it can't would. hurt. I mean, it can't in, hurt. In construction, you can't do enough. I mean, my, my, in our business, communication and organization will either make or break you. And if you're unorganized, it, it'll eat you alive. And if you don't communicate enough with clients and your subs, it'll eat you alive. Well, what it does, it, it, it also protects you cool. because the, you, everything's right there. It's digital. It's, you open it up. It's all documented. Um, and again, for trades to avoid problems in the future, I'll bust out my phone and we'll go over, you know, double check layouts uh, for pre drywall stuff. Yeah, it's it's. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I don't know how. My wife is very black and white when it comes to our business, and I kinda, she's going to love it. And we live in the kind of and the guys in the field kind of live in the gray, and we're trying to make sure that we can get everything to a certain stage and moving it forward. I'm just grabbing a beer. Oh, never mind. He's doing a tequila popper, um, which is part of our industry. Um, it's standard. I'm back. Um, so we. We it's that's the challenge of it. It's I don't think the one thing that blows me away is when clients sign off on stuff or move forward on stuff and they don't really understand it. They hear you, they see it, and there's some kind of a disconnect. And then when you do it, they're like, "That's not what I wanted." And and it's really frustrating because clients think that 
we want to build it as fast as we can. We only have so much time. We only have so much. Inch, you know, this time is money. Yeah, for everybody, including us. I mean, the I don't, faster you get a house done, you get all your payments. Yeah, you're good to go. It maximizes your profits. It's a, kind of a no-brainer. But this is again, this is another thing that helps out with builder trend. Is when you generate a change order, you. I mean, nothing happens until that change order is approved and paid for. So they they know that the job's going to be on hold until they. You know, it could be something small. But they'll jump right on it and make a payment. Yeah. And it, cash flow, cash flow. Then these guys are like, okay, we got this change order approved. Let's move on it. Yeah, because nobody wants, for example, we have a client right now that we are four weeks behind on ordering the windows. They've changed the windows, changed the windows, changed the windows. And that's fine. Yep. Yeah, we absolutely. Just, we just finished framing. So now it's a problem because right. I need to either get these windows ordered and it's there's a lead time of either three, four, five, six weeks, depending on what's going on. And then that dictates a lot of other stuff because well, you it can't, is, you can't, I can't get laugh. any inspections right. until your dry, yeah, until your windows are set. So that's a great example. And we, we work with clients and try to educate them and educate them. And the, the ones that are really engaged and, and really excited about their house, it works out positive. The ones that are kind of, they just kind of, okay, let's say out of town, out of town clients are usually the hardest to work with because they don't realize how important it is even down to the 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 plumbing that goes into the walls before drywall well why does that matter well we got to make sure we get the right valve in there before we drywall or tile it but out-of-towners are available to they can go online and start opening up these things and uh looking at progress photos the fact that you would say listen we're almost done framing well they don't really see or understand that but if they start looking at photos they're like, oh, wow, this is a structure now. Things are moving. So they make the decision. I think that helps make the decisions. It, it will definitely streamline our business <clears throat> yeah. because right now we work. I'm excited that you're harder. actually in, uh, interested in using it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, they really sold me on. Basically, I said, hey, we've done this. We did it five years ago, maybe six long, longer. Totally than that. changed. And they're like, it's night and day. It, and I have another friend who owns a builder uh, company in town who runs. He's a single guy. Does it all by himself. He builds three custom homes a year. And I'm like, there's no way you can do this. And he goes, I'm telling you, this program saved my life. So we are and going to want to drop any names? Uh, no, because he's a good builder and I don't want to give him any props. <laughs> <laughs> we we, we uh, compete against clients. Would I know him? Yeah, I think you would. Yeah. Yeah. I know at least our half our subs work for him. Yeah. We I do share. We do share quite a bit of subs. Okay. Yeah, I probably know. Hmm. Um, but it's not... Um, Blackhawk builders, maybe it is. That's <laughs> that's who I was a Ben. Yeah, <laughs> he's he's a cool dude. I don't know how he does it, especially the 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 time it takes him to to do a house. It's crazy. Yeah, he's he's, he's on it. Yeah, he's but a good he, guy. he's gonna blow up. His head, he's gonna explode because he doesn't have any time to take off on his own. No, that's one of the things of being a builder. I think you know, segueing out of. Well, I remember you deciding to hire Tony. Yeah, was kind of a big deal because you were handling everything and you would call me every once in a while and we would talk. I'm like, dude, this guy, the fact that you realized that he could help you, uh, it was a good thing. Yeah. I mean, as you know, you got to step away from this business and it's hard to, cause yeah. your phone will light up. I mean, our days start at five in the morning yeah. and they'll go till dark yeah. and then they don't stop Especially yours weekend. and they don't stop until on the weekends either. Yeah. So you, it's hard to set to put parameters for your family time and you know even taking a vacation with technology we were on a cruise ship two weeks ago it was pretty awesome i'll name drop what it is but i can't remember um <laughs> must be we, nice yeah it was pretty cool we were gone for four months um, <laughs> <laughs> i'm joking um the the challenge was is your phone still works. Mm -hmm. You're getting like bizarre texts, and, yeah. and you're should I dive? Should I jump in and answer? Because you really can't. Because yeah. you're thousands. Well, of you got to separate. You got to you got to live, man. I know. You got to live, you, or you just got to drink more. I, I, I want to do a drop a hashtag a white cloth. <laughs> thank you guys for being such a good sponsor. <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by White Claw Hard Cider or whatever uh, it is. I, you thought I was joking. That no, stuff is good. No, no calories. I, yeah, I asked Paul, hey, what do you want to drink? He's like, Coors Light and uh, White Claw. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> Who drinks White Claw? Well, I guess all the my wife does. <laughs> There's no calories. I like Wait, the no calories. Yeah, whatever. 
Oh, geez. That's funny. All right. So yeah, you got to live. And the, I'm surprised you've made it this far because you've always been so involved in this process. Like I looked at you years ago and said, that guy's going to pop. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. You look at guys. Well, and I've done work for you as you know, working for a builder, Dave, and I've also done some steel work for you. I just never let you yell at me. Like you yelled at everybody else. I don't think I yell at people. No, it's it's I funny. Know. So I got you were to, good. You were good to me. So I got to meet this guy on TV that was, um, uh, he was his TV show was called Flipping Out, and I said, "How do you?" I go, "You seem like you're kind of out of control, and you're kind of flipping out on people, and you're letting people loose." He goes, "The funny thing is, you don't see the first five conversations I've had with them." And then on the sixth one, I snap, and yeah. they, they use that as their soundbite. And I go, "That's kind of true in our in our industry." Sometimes they don't hear you, and after the third or fourth time, you're kind of there's only so much time in a day, and you're kind of want to make them accountable for their behavior and or to finish the job because everything's stacked up behind them. I mean, it's not just them out there hanging drywall. I got four or five guys. I got the cabinet guys. You know, as you know, you got everybody kind of lined up. They have so much time. But you got to remember, and you're you're a smart guy. I hate admitting that, <clears throat> but. Uh, not everybody's going to think like you. And the problem sometimes with you is you, you don't, you don't understand that. And you just let people have it. Yeah. I, I just, but don't, you need to, you got to get something done. Well, I, I, I see what you're coming <coughs> from, but here, here's the challenge. I look at things differently than the guy in the field for mm-hmm. the fact that I'm trying to reach a goal. I got to hit a draw. I got to answer to a bank. I got to answer to a homeowner. And I got to make sure that my guys are paid, my subs are paid, and I got to make sure that yeah. we're hitting our timelines. And if we're not, I look at it like, you know what? We got to, you guys got to help me out to get to this goal or this next stage. And if we don't, then all of a sudden we're going backwards and it affects me multiple different ways from the client not being happy because we're, we're behind schedule to us trying to uh, to to us trying to hit our draws so we can release those funds to the subs and there's a lot of other pressures on us and I don't think people I I, I think I definitely know people don't realize that yeah it's definitely. not it's not just I feel you know, that yeah I feel that and that's my gap between and that's what kind of Tony does too that we have to bridge that gap between you guys yeah and I'm a little different you know no, than Tony but <laughs> you we also need to worry about. You know, I'm looking for other jobs. It's not just me in the field. No, I know. I have to go out and, and, and I'm, you know, meeting clients. I'm bidding stuff out. We have a, there's a lot of other hats we're all wearing in this industry. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm just, I'm happy to see that you kind of let go a little bit and that you and Tony have been working out because it's oh, what a, you need. Tony's a godsend. He, yeah. he frees it up so we can actually own a business and not be stuck right. working for our business. Right. Yeah. You're a slave. Yeah. You were yeah. a slave for, but you know, 10 are. years too long. I know, but you should disconnect a little bit, which I think you're doing good. Yeah. I think I'm going to take another good. cruise. And you're for busy. You're months. busy. You've got a lot of stuff going on. You're well known. You do good work. Thank you. Um, what, but if did you're, you if, mention that your company name? Oh, hello. Um, well, our, who, our, who are we talking about here? Yeah, it's Tyson Development. Uh, <laughs> like the, I'll give you a little shout out in the intro, so don't it's, worry. Uh, it's like the chicken or Mike Tyson. We take a bite <laughs> out of the competition. Um, we've Yeah, it's my middle name. Most right. people don't know that. No, I knew that. A lot of I guys did. in the... Uh, in fact, Newman asked me that one time. He's like, why did you name it Tyson? Because he's... Uh, right. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. I just put a hammer back in his hand. He was happy. The funny thing is, speaking of Newman, is, uh, you know, him and I have worked together for years. I worked for him with the framing company. Then I worked for him as his, you know, he's the builder. But, man, it's, we've had our ins and outs and our ups and downs. But we're still friends. We were family, but we're still friends. Oh, that's Um, right. Yeah. You guys are related. Yeah. I was married to his wife's sister. For twelve years or something, I don't know. Anyways, so yeah, yeah. let's get back to construction. He's a good guy. We're losing, yeah, we're losing guys right now. Yeah, what's we're up with that? Um, you know what we need to do mm. is uh, well, on this podcast, we should probably get into different phases of construction, like what to expect during construction. Do and, it, and then that's what this fun. is for. 
we could do a whole thing where we explain to people like they can lock in for you know sign in or I don't know how podcasts work or you know. well just we can do episodes so they don't just mail you a dollar in the mail anymore that's over no no, no okay no, it's, no, so it's, it's, it's no past cash that. no so we're, uh, you're not, wait wait you're not hey, you, hey, I, can you do me a favor you're not paying <clears> me. grab that flip phone and put it back in your pocket because it's really annoying <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I just want to make sure. No, I'm sure kidding. You leave your iPhone on there. Um, it's an iPhone 8, by the way. It's pretty badass. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's interesting because where were we going? I forgot. Uh, I'm, just I'm uh, three white claws in the <laughs> Yeah. No, just like, wh- where is everybody? Yeah, it's, it's funny because you see all of us kind of splintered out. We all came out of this old school business from the 90s and we all splintered off and kind of started i mean you got james sterling you got you you have newman um that's all i can think of right now well yeah off the top of my head but that's well, shriner still oh yeah they started off they're doing their own thing yeah. again they got their um uh what's it called phoenix wholesale lumber now yeah shout out to phoenix wholesale lumber great and trainer it's good to see guys you know what the problem with our industry is i don't see younger guys coming into it no that's what i wanted to talk about and i've mentioned this on a couple of previous podcasts one with like um pat Bouchel, he does trusses and stuff we were talking about the labor it's like there's no young kids like you and i that came out you had an opportunity you ran with it i had an opportunity i ran with it there's no kids that want to get out and they don't understand that you can make a decent living in construction, being a framer, a plumber, an electrician, drywall hanger. Yeah. Drywall hanger. I was talking to a, my drywaller. He goes, if you could put together a, a, a crew and you can teach these kids to uh, right out of high school, these guys can make 45, 50 bucks an hour, but they have to hustle and it's hard work. But could you imagine making that kind of money yeah. at their age? I yeah. mean, well, I was making $9 out of college. Well, I know. Well, I didn't go to college. And right out of high school, I started making good money uh, just doing construction, working hard. Right. I mean, I've made but, a pretty decent living. Yeah. I mean, look at you. You, <clears throat> But when you're young. Look at me. I got a podcast. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean there's microphones everywhere in this place. <laughs> yeah. the, the thing that's amazing is I don't think when we we're young we had so much energy i could work in the sun mm-hmm. all day long go out with my friends and then be back at the work at six in the morning and i don't think i don't know what's changed i don't see it anymore I paul i i just so i have two boys 21 year old and an 18 year old they're still kind of old school they're they they know not to mess around you know i've been their dad right but i'm also their friend now <clears throat> but most of these kids they Everybody just thinks and expects like you have to go to college. And I'm not saying college is bad, but I'm sorry. We need some tradesmen right out of high school. Not everybody's cut out to go to school. Why get out of high school and jump right into instant debt? Yeah, I don't understand that. Uh, Mine was a little different. I mean, I kind of had a vision on what I wanted to do. Uh, I, I look at my children and... One of my son's best friends is actually gra- just graduated, went into um, HVAC school. I don't, I don't know what it's called anymore. Yeah, it's a trade school. And he is going to be making 25 bucks an hour, and he'll have a career. And he, he had a goal. And he Not goes, only that, not only... So he's going to probably work for somebody. Yeah. But eventually, he's got the opportunity to start his own business. Already wants to... He already has his name. He's got his logo. He's yes. 18. He goes... I'm too young right now. Give me five years. I'll, yes. I'll, I'll learn on the, on the job and I'm off and running. The percentage of that type is it's too low right now. We're running out of people. I wonder why. I mean, I, I wonder know. what changed so much. Um, I think, is it the phone? Is it my iPhone eight? Uh, yeah. You ruined it all. I mean, Way to go. No, no I mean, here, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I'll, I'll tell you what it is or what I think it is. So us, we started, this business, even though we went through that economy crash and all that, we were making this money and we didn't want our kids to go through this stuff. So we, we, you and me, everybody, whether you're in construction or not, everybody's like, I got it. My, my kid needs a better life. My kid needs a better life. They got to go to college. They got to go to college. Well, there's no guarantee if you go to college and spend a hundred grand, you get a, a, a degree you're not going to get a, even get a job in that field. Well, look at me. Look at my degree. 
What is your degree? Fashion merchandising, baby. Is that seriously your degree? Dead street. No, it's actually a it's it's a bachelor's of general studies. Well, that's good. So Better in fashion. So <laughs> I uh, that's my minor. Um, <laughs> so I uh, I go to my son every summer. If he doesn't have a job, he has to work for us. Mm-hmm. And today he was uh, power washing uh, batten board, and he was scrubbing it down and getting it all primed, ready for painting. I know where you're going with this. It's Thinking. the best thing for him because he's like I do not want to do this right okay so that's a little motivation but listen not every kid is going to have a parent like that and you know these kids have to come out and go and I just I just want them to know that there's good money in the trades that's all I want them to know in high school like listen you can make you can start your own business you can make 30 bucks an hour being a plumber or an electrician or it could we need them. We freaking need them. Yeah. In order to continue this, we need them. I mean, even my temp laborers are in their 30s and 40s now. Yeah. Um, it's just weird. It, it's bizarre. I mean, and I don't know what that means. It, it's just, it, it, times have changed. I think it's cyclical. I think that um, there's an arrogance in America that if you're not white collar, that you're not, you're nobody. I enjoy putting on my dirty boots. I really do because you look good in fact, boots too. Well, it, may, it distracts you from my chin chins. <laughs> chins. Uh, I, uh, I just really think that I'm proud of what I do. I mean, I don't, yeah. I, I, I think, well, you, could you imagine? So I had a client today and goes, I can't believe you deal with all this heartburn all day long. You should have an ulcer, blah, blah, blah. I go, you know, what's great. And when I go by that house or that project six months later and I see him playing in their front yard, it's kind of cool. Yeah. And they're having memories. Yeah. That, that, that house is going to have memories and this family is going to remember me the rest of their lives. Yeah. But, and you also have memories, bad and good. I mean, everything ends. I mean, you build a house, it could get rough at some point, and, but you know what? It always, you know, it always, it's always over. It's funny. Jenna's compares it to having uh, childbirth. Jenna, the brains of yeah, Tyson she, Development. Yeah, I just she, want to throw that out there. Yeah, she actually does run most of it. Um, <laughs> we know. I just drive around. <laughs> I'm like, wave at people. Um, <laughs> drive and call me and complain. Right. Yeah. So she's like, it's child. It's childbirth. And I go, I, I don't ha- know how to compare it except for when she goes, you always forget the labor pains. You always forget the birth. And then you have this beautiful child and then everything's fine. Yeah. So you definitely have to have. You have to be a certain type and have a certain personality to do what you do. You and, do? and you, come on. Well, I'm I'm a caveman out there, man. I I, I know, and <clears throat> I can't. I just I can't do what you do. Ah, uh, you know, I you know, it's funny. You 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 can and you have and you do. It's just you don't look at it the same way I do. We just kind of, we do the same thing. We just kind of wear different glasses. Yeah. Well. I appreciate that, uh, but and you know, there's there's a lot of respect, both on both sides. Yeah, well, um, tell you the truth, if it wasn't for guys like you and I, we you need both of us. I mean, yeah. I can't do it without you. You can't do it without right. me. So right, that's kind of a it's it's a yin and yang. But I want it's a more kids coming up like us. Like I want them to like. Maybe we don't do enough. Maybe well, we should be out there talking to our son. Going, I should be talking to both our sons and. Saying, "Hey, you because they do could this. spread the word, maybe to their friends. Maybe we make them just go and say, hey, you know, if you this summer you're going to be a, a a framer, a plumber, electrician, drywall hanger. There's a million things out there.' I remember working with my dad, and I thought it was fun. Like, yeah, Peter does not like working with me. I'm a different cat when I'm on a, well, in a job. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you're dry, maybe you're the problem with all this labor. I told him. I told him. I go. You need to go talk, talk to Tony. Tony would be a good boss. Yeah, Tony's a good dude." He's too mellow, though, for me. <laughs> he used to look at me like, wow, how do you get away with doing some of the stuff you do? I, you know, I'm like frothing at the mouth, and he looks at me. He's like, do you want to grab lunch? I'm like, <laughs> oh, you're okay. I'll call yeah. you. Yeah, no, Tony's. A, I'm going to get him in here, too. He doesn't want to do it, but he's, that guy's got a story on in, himself. So you, know, you should probably mic him and not tell him. <laughs> yeah. You know, just have it running the whole time yeah. and just talking to him. It would be kind of boring. He needs He needs somebody to talk to. So what else do you what else do you like doing besides building houses? Which I you do well. I love dirt bikes. That's what I wanted to talk to you about. Love them. Yeah. What do you ride right now? 
I ride a KTM XCF 350. I thought you had a Husqvarna. I sold it. Oh, okay. I got, got a KTM now. What do you have again? Team Orange. Team Orange. So where it's a four, it's a 350 four-stroke. Nice. Yeah. And what do you do? Like you have a bunch of friends you ride just trail ride with? You know, I ride with a lot of my subs, which is shocking. A lot of guys. How come riding. I'm not riding with you? Do you have a dirt bike? No, but I just. Oh, listen, my God. Listen, Let's I go. just had a conversation with my friend Alan, who lives in Maui. And when I was in Maui visiting him, staying with him, we uh, we went trail riding in the mountains of Maui. It was unbelievable. He's got a couple uh, 450s. Yeah, where well, I'm in. Huh? I'm in. Yeah. Totally. I, I love but it. But I want to I want to get a dirt bike and start riding with you guys. Okay, so here's the best thing about it. it you, you raced street bikes, mm-hmm. and it's the same. I raced of, motocross, too, for a few years. You did? Yeah. I know. Actually, I think I did know that. Yeah. So I like it because I can't worry about my mortgage, my business, my kids, my wife. I'm just worried about my fat ass falling off the bike and getting hurt, but I want to keep up with all my friends. That's cool. And. You're going fast. You you can feel the throttle. The, the there's excitement. Your heart get, starts to pound. The next day you wake up and your back and your arms <laughs> and your inner thighs are you're sore because you use muscles yeah. that you haven't used before. And it's and it's they're it's, not driving around muscles. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's not like oh I gotta make a left turn. And, uh. It's it's sitting in your car acting like you're on the phone muscles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you don't I'll, roll the window I'll, down. I'll, I'll be there in one second. Yeah, just tap on the window. I'm, yeah. Yeah, I got it. Everybody's visualizing that right now. So we, I enjoy dirt bikes. Now I'm taking my son fly fishing next weekend. That's that's another one. Okay. That reminds me. I wanted, I want to tell you a story about an inspector. He, and I had an inspection on the house. I can't, I'm having a brain fart of his name, but he knows you. And he said one time he saw you on a, on a lake up north and you lit off a big old firecracker. Rich Hughes. Rich Hughes. That's yeah. it. And he was like, oh, you know Paul Sievert? I go, yeah, I've known him for years. And he told me that story. We were laughing. You actually got my house to pass. Yeah. he uh, He's great. His he, son went to school. With you know his brother? Son, Homer? Uh, he's an inspector, yeah, too. Yeah. His nickname's Homer. Oh, okay. I well, don't know his real name, but we call he's him Homer. funny, isn't he? Yeah, he's crazy. Oh, he's crazy. Yeah. Those two guys are crazy. Yeah. Anyways, he's he's working on uh, he's inspecting my Oasis project on 39th uh, Street and Shea. Smart dude. He's a good guy. Yeah. He's fair. They're they're both you know, pretty he's funny. He's a little framer. Is he really? Yeah. I didn't know so that. he's pretty good about the framing stuff. It's just funny. I don't know how your name came out, but he. Well, a lot of people talk about me. <laughs> pretty popular. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but he told me that story. And he was just laughing. We were laughing. It was funny. And that firework, it wasn't a, it was like a quarter stick of dynamite. Right. And <laughs> That's what he the said. whole, the whole lake uh, just dissipated. Yeah. And the, it was crazy. I was laughing so hard. And the person that invited us on this camping trip came storming up and asked me if I lit off an M80. And I said, no. And then my wife got mad at me and she said, you lied. And I said, no, it wasn't an M80. It was a quarter stick of dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember um, I went on a camping trip with you. Uh, Greg, Ronnie, oh, yeah. uh, your dad, George, who I love. Good man. Passed away. Yeah. He's a good, he was a good man. Um, he, he, and no matter, okay. So George no, knew Ronnie. Correct. Ron Schreiner, Mike Cavanis used to be the owners of Deer Valley Lumber and Ramco Construction where I worked, <clears throat> but they were friends with George Sievert, who's a great man. No matter, I was just a kid when I first met your dad and he always gave me the time of day. Always. He was so freaking, I just remember your dad just being nice to me. And then I'm like, why is his son such a jackass? And his dad's so nice. Oh, come on. No, it's I'm just true. kidding. I'm kidding. But he, uh, anyways, uh, I remember that camp, that camping trip that we went on. I had my pop up. We went Havelina hunting. Yeah. Yeah. And Michael Cruz flew in on his jet. Oh, that's right. And he uh, brought, I mean, he might have brought his son even. And I could, I remember. I do I, remember that. I remember I didn't drink or smoke in front of him until he went to bed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Which is stupid. But I, I remember Ron Schreiner coming into my pop up and he just hung out there. He's like, this is the nicest. He had a motorhome at the time, like a 1970 something. Full of peanut shells. He's all like, over the- there's, yeah, there's more room in this uh, pop up than there is in my motorhome. Yeah. So Those trips are fun. Oh, they were. I got invited on one. Kind of bummed. Oh, yeah. Well, was, I used to hang out with Greg a lot, but we don't. Well, don't everything grows. Anymore. The kids. Yeah. You know, you know what's weird is we don't hang out with anybody except for unless you're involved with my kids. We don't even hang out anymore. Well, we talk though. I know that's true. So, anyways, back to the motor motorcycle riding. I want to get into that. Let's do it. Yeah. Where I, do you go? 
Uh, we got there's a secret track in uh, North Phoenix, um, kind of by Desert Ridge Mall that we created, but I think it caught on fire last month. Uh, it's a little warm though to be riding right now, right? Oh my god, it's way too hot. Yeah. What or, about do you guys ever go up north or? We'll go to Prescott um, and ride around there. Mayor um, Flagstaff. Cool. We'll go up stu- and so do stuff. So I'm gonna get a bike, and I'm gonna just work my way into the group. I yeah, don't care. Here's the deal. Last year I did about a 70 hours of riding, which is I think a decent amount of riding. Yeah. Cuz do you do any like racing or you just ride with your friends or Yeah, I I raced uh, uh t- 2 years ago I did f- I raced I tried to race at least one a, a year. Mm-hmm. Um, what is it just a local off-road, you know, just through the desert? desert? Yeah, sometimes they're Desert. Sometimes they go through some of the uh, local tracks, um, and they'll go out in the desert. Are I they race. timed or how? Yeah, it's, oh, cool. it's, it's you know you have the, the the. Do you get a participation trophy? <laughs> you know what? It's funny. I, I, those are all over my hanging above my headboard. That's cool. I um, got a <laughs> I got a ton of those. So you have the 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 real pros. You have yeah. the local pros. You have the B guys, and you have C. And I'm usually C forty. See, uh, forty year old yeah, plus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's cool, man. So the problem is, is there's like. 38 other guys that show up. You're like, ah, (laughs) (laughs) like I'm going to beat all these 40 year olds. And you look at him, you're like, I could crush that guy. (laughs) And then he zips by you. I want to, I seriously want to get into it because, uh, I definitely need a hobby. That's okay. You can make those noises. So what did you do with your street bike when you were doing all that stuff? (sighs) Well, the economy hit and I kind of got rid of everything. So, so did I. Yeah. I just bought the new, my, I started riding. I, I rode from 05 through 2010, sold everything, and then I picked it up again in 2015. And it's probably the, the best therapy I've Good ever had. Good for gotten. you. That's what I need. I need some therapy. So my talking about my race bikes, I had a Ducati that I raced, and I was it was part of me. Like, I won a lot of races on this bike. <clears throat> I bought it brand new in a crate, had it shipped, took it out of the crate, stripped all the street body work off, put race stuff on it, Took, I remember I took it to Fontana. Where's Fontana? Fontana, California. Sounds so, far away. Is it outside of Maricopa? It's uh, outside. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a, there's a NASCAR track there. Okay. And we use we actually used to use the uh, part of the NASCAR banking. We'd get up to like 185 miles Wait, an hour. Wait, when you say banking, the ones that you yeah. can't even walk up because they're so... Yeah. yeah, we'd use that. We'd be tucked in, and that was our like straightaway. How fast are you going? 185. Oh, my. Yeah. So then there's markers on the side of the, the wall... That you're about three feet off, and all of a sudden you're oh, you're tucked down. And all of a sudden you see four, three, two, one. You start breaking, going down into these little S's. Anyways, that was the first track I rode on. Just beat it up, rode it for years, did some motor work to it. I mean, I felt so comfortable on this bike. It was my baby. I ended up selling it. I had like literally <clears throat> over about fifty grand in this bike. Did you have to give it away? Oh, uh, cheap. I mean, it was like you just dump it. Um, yeah, five grand. Yeah, I was just crushed. It it, it hurts your soul. So I bought a dirt, a race car or a off road buggy, and I was gonna race it, and I spent way too much for it. <laughs> spent way too much on it. I didn't know about this. And uh, got disqualified in my first race. Why? Uh, you can't go backwards on the track. I guess I don't know. What? <laughs> long what? story. I'll tell you something. Okay. Time. And then uh, the market crashed, and I had to cut it loose, and I sold it for... What was it? Uh, it was a class 1600 buggy that I raced uh, some uh, local Vegas s- stuff. Cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. God, thanks for inviting I remember, me. I remember waking up one day going, I wonder what color my race suit should be to <laughs> change the toilet like two weeks later, going, do you want that toilet? I can repurpose it somewhere else. Wow. So yeah. the world changed for all of us, right? It there. did. It was brutal. Anyways, Anyways. I, I this is cool, man. I appreciate it. I want to start. We have to do this like every once in a while and have like topics to completely. We could. There's no. There's no. There's no format. There's just because I want to. I want to actually slaughter clients without using their names. About yeah. My I have a wow. Blow, this I, could this could go dark. I have a, a list of uh, have another white claw. I have a. <laughs> it's so good. Don't get lime though. Lime's not good. Well, I got black cherry, obviously. Well, that's for the hard, heavy hitters. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I figured it was manly. <laughs> so Jenna would never handle this. No way. Not two of them. That's for right. sure. Right. 
So we, uh, I have a list in my uh, phone that I've set up on stuff that pe- people come at me with. It's great. I like what? A, well, uh, for example, I built a house and we sold it, and the, and the client lit me up one day and said the gates swung the wrong way. I'm like, oh my god! I, they no, weren't I, the gates I built. No, they weren't actually. It was. Oh, it was uh, they were pre you. You were still. We were actually we were young. And, uh, oh, thank God. They were telling me how the gates are swinging the wrong way and they weren't spring loaded and all this stuff. And uh, I go, What are you talking about? <laughs> and she goes, Well, my pool, the pool code is, you know, I have to swing the other way and they have to be spring loaded. I go, Holy crap, I sold you a house with a pool? It's not even on my paperwork. <laughs> and she goes, Well, I, I put it in afterwards. And I said, Well, why is that my problem? <laughs> right. Are you, you know? joking? I'm like, I don't even know where to go with this. Oh, no. Yeah, we definitely have to tell stories, but you got to be careful. I know, I know. That's okay. You can say these things. But I have this thing called... Your clients are going to listen to this podcast. Uh, I'm pretty popular. (laughs) (laughs) So we had this... I learned about Ohm's Law, and Ohm's Law is when your AC turns on and your lights dim, and people were flipping out on the subdivision because they'd turn their lights on and other lights would dim and their TV would do something a little weird or you did a lot of houses. Yeah. And so the AC would go off, turn on and it would, it it would set the lights to a lower tiny, like for a smidge, like sure. The draw, the amperage. Correct. And so I didn't know what to do. I'm flipping out and, uh, APS comes out and tells me, oh, yeah, we tested it. We did this. We did that. And finally, they admitted they ran aluminum uh, from the overhead power. They ran aluminum to the house. And if they would have ran copper, it, it wouldn't, would have, have, wouldn't have happened. So and nobody looked at the one line drawing? Yeah. So <laughs> they finally admitted that they screwed up and they and they took care of it. But it was. Oh, wow. It but was, you had to deal with that for it was months. Like, I, I learned. I actually was forced to open books and learn about some what? stuff. I'm I know. Sorry. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. Did, it wasn't a read? comic book. It was a real book. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know if you guys realize this, but Paul pretty much flies by the seat of his pants. All day long. If, I, if you took my phone away, I wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, what, I can't believe your phone is actually off. I took my phone off and my watch to make sure I could focus. Jeez, I think you're doing great. I know. I'm actually kind of starting to shake a little bit. Why? Because I'm getting ADD. I want to start talking about you know other stuff. Talk about Let's go. What cool. else you got? We got plenty of time. Can we talk about crossfitting? You I do? love watching CrossFit videos. I don't CrossFit. I oh, because I was going to say, <laughs> I was like, whoa, should I say you don't look like you're doing CrossFit? No, no, no. I watch videos. They're great. I actually just saw a CrossFit video. It's shocking people can push themselves that hard. I think it's crazy how women. Be like, careful. I just, Be careful. No, no, with I know. This. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't get me started on uh, <clears throat> the new uh, James Bond, the 007. Have you seen that? No, I don't know what you're talking about. You haven't seen this? No. It's a. It's going to be a female. The next. The next. The movie that's coming out. The new 007 is a female. Interesting. Yeah. It's. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should talk about something else. Yeah, we got to change topics. Yeah. Interesting. I'm getting. All right. A, I'm getting so another beer. So do me beer. a favor. Go get me one more white claw. Okay. And then I'm out of here. No. 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 You're good. Keep talking. All right. So. Um, I tall don't. Skinny can? Yeah, that tall skinny can. I don't CrossFit, but I love watching the videos. It makes me feel like I sweat and work out. But I promised myself this year I'm going to take care of myself and not everybody else. Well, I keep saying, like, okay, starting Monday. You know how many Mondays have gone by? In all honesty, so in our industry, our our day starts at crack of dawn. Mm -hmm. So I found a place. I call it the crack of ass, but whatever. I found a place that starts... Uh, a, a CrossFit deal. It's or, on 12th Street Northern. Yeah. I saw you there, dude. Oh, you did? I went to... I Okay, so here's a funny story. Anyways, I almost harassed you. It's so it, you can start there. They start at 10 o'clock in the morning. We're, so our day kind of at that point... Is over. Is not, not over, but it's a good break. It's like a lunch hour. Yeah. Yeah. So I went to uh, True Value. I go there all the time. And I saw your truck there. I was going to harass you. I thought, yeah, he's probably got his... Uh, I was doing sit and be fit. I was crushing yeah, it. You were, yeah, I didn't want to interrupt you. Yeah, the funny thing is, you should see these. I think women. I texted you or something. The, the women in that in that class, they're they're beast mode. Yeah, they're like, you'll get there. I'm Watch like, out, your great. wife might. Don't say too much. Your wife might listen to this. Oh god, she wants me to get in shape too. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> She's all for it. So I went into this true value, and I look over at this guy, and I'm like, dude, TV I, star. 
No. Well, a couple things. A few months back, four or five months back, it's an old foreman that used to work for Aramco. Or it was a worker, and I think we made him a foreman. His name Matt Brummett. He, and he's he's works there. He's been working there. Then today I go there to get some stuff, like for this house, and I look over. Dan, remember the guy on the uh, TV the show news? Travel? No, yeah. no, yeah. yeah, Dan. Uh, that's him. Yeah, right. That's he. He works there. He's or a owns cashier. it. Or he's a cashier. He's a cashier. Yeah. He was. I, I. I'm getting the stuff, and he's like, "Hey, buddy." Uh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, "I'm not into this." I look right. up. I go, "Oh, aren't you Dan?" <laughs> he's like, "Yep." It was funny. Yeah, it's funny. I did the same thing. So Matt and I were telling him all the horror stories about framing, and how everybody. You know, lost this and and I look over at Dan. What's his last name? I don't know, but we'll, we'll Google it after this. No, it's uh, I just did. Dan. Oh yeah, yeah. I I need a. Oh, I could, dude. I got a computer right here. That's great. He he blew me. He blew. Uh, it threw me. You know. What? Okay, so sidebar sidebar. While you're doing this, okay. um, we went to going to get coffee in the early morning. I can't go to Dutch Brothers. They're too happy. They're, yeah, they're too happy in the morning. I don't. I want to get my coffee. Dutch, I go to I go to Starbucks, even though they treat cops like crap. But anyways, I don't even care about that. All I know is when I pull in and get coffee, I don't want to be like, "Hey, what's your day like? What's going on? How you doing?" Just give me my double. What the heck is his name? I, I, I can't figure this out. Isn't anyways. that crazy how life changes? Yeah, it does. Anyways, we're, we're totally character assassinating some guy who probably just does this as volunteer work because he's bored. Who? Oh, that Dan. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Dan. Uh, I just looked it up today because after I left there, I go, what's, what's his last name? Anyways, he was on the news and now he works there. So. By the way, isn't that True Value the best? You can walk in there mm-hmm. and get a Christmas present for your wife, <laughs> get something for your mom for Mother's Day, and then walk out with barbecue stuff and the stuff <laughs> you needed for your job. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man, I want to really, I really want to find, keep talking. So when you go to Home Depot, does it make you mental? Yes, if you, if especially the one on uh, Thomas and... 36 I can't Street. go that one anymore. It it's so busy. It's it's, it's I, 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 I'm like, can you help me? Like, sir. I'm like, yeah, I need help. I need to find this bolt, you know, this lag, whatever. And uh there's 30 Dan people. Davis. Dan Davis. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You know, he's an old Phoenix guy. I didn't know, but I look up, he's so recognizable. I'm like, yep. hey, aren't you Dan? He's like, Yep. <laughs> Anyways. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So uh anyways, what else do you like doing? I know you're so I know you you keep screwing me over every time I want to do this podcast. You're like, oh, sorry, I'm going on a fishing trip. So what's yeah. up with all that crap? Yeah, fishing's the same thing as dirt biking, except for I I have more friends that want to do that. Fishing, um, yeah, because so, it's not so deathly. Yeah, every possible makes you know my nickname and my dirt bike is called Roller. It's not like I go flying tabletops. I'm rolling right over. I'm just having a good old time doing. <laughs> roll. I mean, if I hit third gear, I'm. I don't think my bikes hit thirty. Right, I'm that's fine. Funny. So <clears throat> the fishing, I love fly fishing. It's technical. There's where do you go? Uh, we go to Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, Dang. Colorado. We'll go up to Lee's Ferry. Um, I started a charity in '08. Called I remember that Arizona Trout Camp. It makes fifty thousand a year now for the charity. That's insane. Hundred people show up every year. Wow! You should just invite me as a special guest or something. Well, you should pay five hundred dollars and show up and have everything. No, you want. Paul, Paul, you're missing the point. I know. I heard, I heard you. This is this is a podcast, and I'm started this so I can get things for free. Okay. No, I'm now, kidding. I'm so, joking. So now that you're an influencer, I, I learned this term <laughs> yeah. through my kids. So. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> you only got fourteen followers. You need more followers if I'm going to bring you up there. No, I'm just. Jo- I'm totally joking. But fly fishing is good because. It's technical. It's uh, therapeutic. I've never fly fished. It's it's there's it's rhythmic. It's almost. You go to Alaska at all? Uh, I went. You know, I went to Alaska with the Shriners uh, with my dad. The last big trip we took, wow. and uh, we went salmon and halibut fishing. Wow, was it fun? It was. It's different though. It's totally different. Why did you not? Speaking of the Shriners, why did you not go with us on that Rogue River trip? Was invited. Oh, awkward. Awkward. Sorry. Obviously, no, seriously. when you're the sixth largest builder for Aramco and you only had seven guys you're working for, builders, <laughs> it didn't make the list. <laughs> no, do you remember that trip we took? No, I just remember you uh, got up, you got, acted like you were on the microphone. Yeah. Uh, oh, with, with, with Cavanus. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. 
So here I am, a kid, on this trip. I was a, I was like a foreman still, and they're like, yeah, oh yeah. It was like all management, but they're like, you're going. I'm like, okay. And Mike Cavanis, you know, he was a big shot. You know how Mike is, high high roller. <clears throat> and I messed with him. Did I tell you the stories about me messing with Mike? I just remember that you guys were taking off and you took his microphone. No, or his it gets headphone. so we were at this. So we went on the Rogue River. It was the best trip I've ever taken. It was phenomenal. Like going through this river, you're seeing nothing but canyon walls and you're just floating around. You're fishing and you pull over and they cook everything for you. We had a guide. Each boat had a guide. So we'd stop at these, uh, these cabins like out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, one night we stopped at this really nice place and we're sitting, <laughs> we're in this like gazebo, this old rickety gazebo. And we're all drinking and telling stories and Mike's talking. He's just dominating the conversation, which is fine. Whatever. He cuts so, the checks. He can alpha it. Up. Right. So, but everybody's rolling their eyes, you know, like behind his back. And I, I love Mike. He's a good dude. Kind of annoying, but he's a good guy. Not really. I'm, I'm joking. But anyways, I see this little, like, little cat toy hanging off the railing f- for a cat on a string. So I walk over there. I walk behind him, and I, I reach down, and I, tweak, and I just I kind of rip it off the string. And I walk over, and it's a little mouse, a little stuffed mouse. And I set it on his shoulder, and he didn't feel it. And I walked kind of around in front of him. I go, oh, my God, Mike. And he looks. He freaking freaked out i mean about jumped out of his shoes the whole nine <laughs> yards and we all start laughing and he's so mad at me saying you can't do that i'm old i could have a heart attack and of course by that time he's our age back right then, you know exactly it's so, crazy you look back at that oh man it's not fun well, he's a little older than we were he's probably mid-50s he's still pretty young i guess you know back i think then. he was early to mid mid to early 50s i think wow I think. Anyways, and then getting on the plane, you know, of course, no one will sit by him except me because you don't care. I no, I didn't care. Trip. Right. So I sit next to the big guy, right? And it was back then when they had the headphones with the. Uh, they were like air tubes. Yeah, right. Like, air it, tubes. like, it, like those things that you, t- uh, when you listen to your heart. Right. Like and then you plug things. them into the side of the armrest. They're right. tubes. Exactly. Thank you. So instead of plugging it in, he goes, oh, yeah, I'll listen. I, I, I grab it and I go, yeah, you can hear the pilots talk and stuff. So I, <laughs> I went to plug it in, but I, <clears throat> I turned my back to him and I go, yeah, this is uh, flight four, four, nine or nine. We're uh, uh, ready to taxi. We got a little issue and uh, we're going to be delayed. For, you know, just going on. And he's like, oh, and he taps me on the shoulder. I can hear him. I can hear him right there. I can hear him. <laughs> the I'm thing like, is, if he, if he actually, if you pick on him too much, he, it ta- he takes it the wrong way. He no, he, he was just like, Mike. Nobody has ever messed with me like you did on this trip. And I just look at him. I go, sorry. <laughs> See you Monday. Because <laughs> yeah, I do didn't I, care. Do I still have my truck? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, they wouldn't have got rid of me. So at that time, when you guys were working at Aramco, you guys were building 700,000 homes a year? 1,000 homes a year. Oof, that's a lot of business. That's a lot of work. Paul, I remember I would drive... You know, I was the general super, and I would go to all the job sites and stuff, and I would drive down these streets and look, and there would be street after street after street of slabs sitting. I mean... Ready to go. Let's roll, boys. 50 slabs sitting on each subdivision, and there was nothing we can do about it. Do you remember Brian McGee, McGee Homes? Yeah, wasn't that who uh, you guys he, did most of your homes with? You know, Evan's pretty good friends with him. Okay. We're actually going to be our, I think our Desert Mountain House is with him or something. I don't know. So I interviewed with them like five years ago to, he wanted to get out of the business, but he, he still wanted to build homes. And, and I interviewed with him. I obviously said the wrong thing. And <laughs> but uh, no, he, uh, those guys were building a lot of homes back then. Yeah. You know who was his framer was Dave Fiaco. No, I thought you guys were the McGee builder. Oh, um, back then, but recently, oh, I gotta. I'll tell you a story later. Okay, but uh, yeah, he's good friends with Evan. Does he live in Central Phoenix too? Kinda? I have no idea, no idea. But I remember Brian McGee. So you for guys, sure. you guys did. Did you guys do Fulton Homes, Mm-mm. Dave Brown Homes, mm-hmm. and McGee, and McGee then t- and Tyson and Frank Development? 
Frank. Yeah. Yeah. Frank development. We did a, some of your houses, but then you ended up using uh, Savoca. No. Uh, yeah. We did. That's yeah. right. And then he. And you know why? Is because Dave told me, he goes, I don't think we can handle that caliber of a home with all the exposed beams and stuff. So I did have to. Right. He, I think you referred me to him. Yeah, I did. Tom Savoca. I used to race with him. Well, what happened to that guy? <sighs> he. Because I don't see Disappeared his, for a little bit. I still see his trucks around, but they're on painter's trucks now. <laughs> right. <laughs> you see the old logo. Right. You know, Tom's a good guy. He just got into some, you know, got into it way too deep. Didn't realize where he was at. Um, disappeared for a little bit. Had to. What happened to Frank, his head guy? That was a genius. Frank. He was a good framer. Yeah. He's, you know, I rode dirt bikes with him. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. He's just, uh, I think he's just got his own little framing company doing a few houses, you know, here and there. Told uh, James Sterling that I found Frank. I'm going to talk to him now. What's that? I'm going to leave James for Frank. Yeah, James. Yeah. So he's still framing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We've used him on a couple houses. But, yeah, Tom's still around. He's uh, He met some gal who does jewelry, so he does jewelry now. And oh. he's totally out of the business. Does he still race? No. No, no. God, he was good, I heard. He was pretty fast. I'll tell you, Frank, um, his... This is right-hand man, yeah. I guess, yeah. So we go ride dirt bikes, and he rode like a old 250 two-stroke. And <laughs> a his beast. Hands, and his hands were all jacked up from breaking them and falling, mm-hmm. and he could only use them so much for clutching and braking mm-hmm. and his throttle. And he would show me this as he was passing me. I'm like, God, <laughs> on his little 250. <laughs> little. A 250 two-stroke is a pretty badass bike. Yeah, not compared <laughs> to what we're running nowadays. Yeah, that's true. It's so funny. Everybody's like, you should get this. Well, you have like, a, what do you have, a 300? 350. 350. Four-stroke. Four stroke. See, uh-huh. that is what Alan, my buddy in Maui, says that they use because a 450 is too much. It is. It's too heavy. And I, I should show you these videos of us riding... It is insane. In Maui? I in mean, Maui. Every, everything's insane. You, we're in the mountains of Maui. I got all these pictures, and here I am with my buddy trail riding through four-foot-tall grass, in some cases, a, a running water down a mountain, in other cases, and in, it's in a jungle, in other cases. It's crazy. It was so much fun. So let's get back to... I might buy a bike, have him hold it for me, and I'll just go there a couple times a year just to ride. Okay, so that's my question. We're in construction. We're here in July in the middle of Phoenix. It's 115 a day. My flip-flops were burning just coming (laughs) into your door. I know. So when... Not my fault, by the way. Why are we here? Why are we not in Maui? What is he doing that's... He... Okay, and I've had a podcast with his main guy. His name's Joe Bevan. Um, he, Alan, still owns Metro Sealants and runs it from Maui. Does all his Metro Sealants. He does. Uh, if you ever need any caulking, anything, they are the best. They're the best in town. Wow. Um, we've used them a few times, but uh, he still runs the business from Maui, and he just walks around tan on flip-flops and has a he's a little older than us and he's got a, like a five-year-old kid and he just kills it yeah he's not, like when i moved to maui not that smart he goes when i moved to maui mike he goes i tried to shut i tried to shut the business down by raising my prices and they kept accepting them i can't even close it mm. so he's got a really good guy that he trusts and that's all you need you just need somebody you can trust. Mike, I trust you. We're across the table. <laughs> so here's the deal. I'm going to raise my prices on all my remodels, and it's all yours. <laughs> I'm going to go to Holbrook. We'll have Arizona. to talk. Holbrook. Oh, God. Two guns. I'm going to two guns, Arizona. Oh, God. We'll have to talk off air. All hope, right. And hope Evan doesn't listen to this podcast. So anyways, cool, man. Yeah, thank you for letting me do this. Dude, I, we're gonna we'll we'll have to do it again because so we definitely time, have not covered everything. Oh my god! I will say that right now. It's we've already been doing this for an hour, and well, wow! I yeah, can't, I haven't done anything for an hour. 
<laughs> Definitely not a treadmill. <laughs> no. Oh, wow. Oh, sorry about that. So what I want to do is next time we do it, we should talk about uh, different aspects of construction, like who to hire, why to, should I build it myself? Should I do it, be my own general contractor, stuff like that. It'd be okay. Fun. Well, and then we can character assassinate people without using their names. Right. I'm totally into that. Yeah. Listen. That's my life story. Think of some ideas and I'll have you back on. Thank you. Thank You're you welcome. for having me. Paul, that's been fun. I All knew right. it would be fun. I know. Definitely want to do it again. I totally appreciate it. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Wow, what a great show. Thanks again, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, uh, thank you, Paul, for coming by. Hope we can do it again. Um, don't forget to subscribe. We'll be on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, all those good places to find the old podcast. So, uh, Hope you enjoy your day. Talk to you soon.